Welcome to Free and Figuring It Out, a weekly podcast hosted by two Brits, Sherelle Griffith and Verity Brown, on a mission to support, empower and reassure fellow independent millennial women that they can be self-sufficient, successful and seen. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Free and Figuring It Out. And I'm going to dive straight in this week sharing what I've been figuring it out. I have been working with a new life coach around moving back to Nottingham and trying to work out basically what it means to be an adult in this city. Um, Mm. Because I properly left, the last time I was here for any substantial amount of time would have been, I suppose, when I graduated. So when I was 21 and that summer and I was just trying to find a job, trying to find a job, trying to find a job. Didn't manage to find a job. So moved to London, did my master's and then I've never really been back here. And always assumed I would come back at some point, but married, probably wanting to settle down, etc. So there's like a weird thing at the moment where I'm like, what does, I, I'm not ready to be like boring, I basically realised. <laughs> like, I don't want to be like, I've given up on life. Yeah. And I know there's plenty of like adults that have a great time in Nottingham. Like, I know it is a good, like, it's not like, it's, it's not like living in the lakes, no offence. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not that. <laughs> We'll come back to that one, yeah. And no, but no, but you said last episode about you know when you feel like different places have different vibes, and I don't. Mm. I actually do like Nottingham. I've always been like, there's nothing wrong with it as a city, and I've always thought I would return. Just I didn't think I would return single, probably, and yeah. maybe slash possibly as early. It just makes me feel like it's a. I'm like, oh my gosh, am I going to lose like all my like? I'm if I basically can't find a partner in London, how on earth am I ever going to find it here? And all my friends, are, most of my friends are settled down that are here. So they were in very mm-hmm. different life places. So I'm really trying to just sort of embrace being like, actually, what does it mean to be 30, not 40? I'm like, I'm still like young-ish. I still want to have some fun. I still want to go out. Like trying to be like, how am I going to make, like keep the friends that I've got? What friends do I like, still want in my life? But also what new, like I need to make new friends. Making friends when you're old does seem weird. I don't know why it seems yeah. weird. It does. So trying to like, go through all that that's what I'm figuring out at the moment and also basically lockdown is reinforcing my worst nightmares of what I thought would happen when I came back to Nottingham which was I'd end up just being alone bored <laughs> <laughs> so lockdown's <laughs> just like reinforcing it obviously that's not real life hashtag so yeah that's what I'm working on right now well it's good that you're working on it though I think that's a really positive move and I think you've you've brought up some really interesting things yeah there yeah I don't know I tried to put two words into one there um yeah like you I think we've spoke about so many times on this about this before but you imagine you've planned like this whole moving back with kids and a husband and you know and life just sometimes doesn't work out that way and I suppose the pandemic has forced us all into certain situations that we probably either have brought forward or um didn't see coming or or whatever yeah for me it's definitely just brought forward what absolutely was Mm. about to happen Mm. yeah I think it just helps sometimes to be a bit more and I hate the word badass it feels cliche but it's true it's like just really just being like I am worth this I've worked really hard to get here and that's it end of um and I'm having to bring that into my life quite a lot at the minute and uh it does keep creeping in that guilt and that am I being a bit of a bitch am I being um cocky aggressive arrogant but I'm kind of over it now at the age of 34 
I'm kind of really over, um, you know, feeling like that really, I suppose. So, yeah. Yeah, own it. Bring it. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) And um, this week I have watched a film that was like totally not my type of film. As everyone knows at the moment, I'm not in my normal life, hence why I'm watching Mm. TV. But this one, I thought there was a reason why I'm going to explain it. So it was called What Happened to Monday? And it's based in the future where you are only allowed to have one child. So you're not allowed to have any siblings. And I think it's basically like someone, so there's a dad. No, it's like, it's like it's the granddad of the children. So I think the mum basically dies in labour, but she had seven girls. And so they all are only allowed to leave the house once a day. I mean, once a week. So they're called Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And they get to go outside on their day of the week. And other than that, they never leave. And stuff happens it's crazy it's mad I'm not going to spoil the film for you but obviously what it brought to me was all those memories of the one child policy in China and as someone who is an only child there is this really weird thing because I had a moment where I thought to myself oh my gosh everyone's an only child like being an only child would be the norm whereas I've spent my whole life if you ever tell anyone you're an only child it's always been like oh you're an only child like <laughs> it seems like they're in the rarity I don't actually know what the stats are around being an only child like in the UK but it doesn't feel as if there are many was I was like gosh imagine mm. being in a world where basically everyone is an only child and that you know I think that regime in China ended up being it was introduced in the 1980s and then ended in 2016 so that was over 30 years so there'll just be this whole like generation where being an only child was the norm mm. Yeah, it's uh, where, where where was that film again? Where did you watch it? I'm not actually sure. Sorry about that. That would have been helpful to have told you that. <laughs> My dad just put it on. <laughs> we'll find it and put it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's just because I'm intrigued. <laughs> Sounds really, really good. Um, so I have been watching Soulmates, which is on Amazon Prime. And it basically is a six-part series that follows a different couple each episode. And um, there's a test and you take the test and you basically match with your soulmate. So um, if your soulmate hasn't taken the test yet, you have to wait for your match. And each episode is super, super different. And it focuses on all different types of scenarios and yeah, it's just a really, really, really great piece of TV. Mm, it does sound interesting. And it actually reminds me, it's not the same book. It sort of reminds me of like a Black Mirror episode that was around like dating before. And there is this weird thing. Yeah, yeah. I think. Like, it's just weird. To, like, is it better that we know who our soulmate is? Or is it better that we just like go through life and just make it mm. up and like that thought of if you take your test and then your soulmate hasn't taken it that you have to wait that just seems like infuriating yeah yeah and there's some episodes where the soulmate has died so you never get to meet them um and there's some episodes um where like people are already happily married and then they leave their partner to be with their soulmate oh gosh yeah that's a lot of different mm. emotions good 
It's really good. <laughs> mm, no, it does sound interesting. So as always, we'll put a link to that in the show notes. Yeah. And obviously I have been reading. And this is a book I'm pretty sure I mentioned briefly a few weeks ago, which is called The Motivation Manifesto by Brendan Bouchard. And the subtitle mm-hmm. is Nine Declarations to Claim Your Personal Power. This was um, book of the month in February for, 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 um, for Powerhouse Book Club. Sorry, I don't know why I couldn't say that then. And I am, I'm a, I'd say I'm a fairly decent sized fan of Brendan Bouchard. I think I've read High Performance Habits before. I did buy the journal. The journal and me didn't get it on. But I think what he like is trying to put out into the world, I, I do like respect it. it. It can be quite like American at times, but I do believe in like what he's putting out. But what was interesting for me about this book was one of his things around motivation was that humankind's main motivation is to seek and experience personal freedom. Obviously, Mm. podcast, free and figuring it out. We have discussed this idea (laughs) of free and freedom before. And so he talks about there being uh, six different types of grand freedoms, which are social, emotional, creative, financial, time and spiritual and personally, I feel as if like financial freedom and time freedom get spoken about a lot, but the other four, not so much. Yeah. So what it was really nice for me yeah. is to really think about like the other types of freedom and like, you know, I think it really opened my eyes to actually what freedom can be in the biggest sense of the word. Mm. Um, and then he has, he goes through basically nine different declarations that which basically sort of like rules that you should be following to really help achieve these freedoms. Now, he definitely like, there's something about the book that basically feels like it's old, even though it's not like the style of writing is quite hard to get to. And the book's like in two parts. There's like three parts in the beginning and then there's the nine declarations. And it took me ages to get through the first three, the first three like sections. I was like pulling teeth. (laughs) And then once I got past that, actually, I really enjoyed it. And I was like, why had I found it so difficult? And I don't know whether it's just I finally got used to the writing style or whether the beginning I actually did find harder than that. But what is really like noticeable is it's clearly written in a way that's actually meant to like motivate and inspire you. Like it's not quite motivational speaker on stage, but you know, like it's got this tone that's very different to what I would say could be another self-improvement book where the rules are spoken about but it's not like they're not trying to get you to like stand up (laughs) and like take action right then there's like a very specific tone of the book which I think um if you're someone who feels like you are lacking motivation if you've got some big goals if you're trying to up level and you feel like you you want to read something that is inspiring in a different way then this could be a really good option for you Mm, interesting sounds really good I've not really come across it before and I think those different types of freedom sound really really interesting so yeah and also it's a lovely book to hold it's like got <laughs> it's, it's proper it's got like it's got gold emboss for the and it, I don't know how you describe the cover but it definitely feels like love and attention has gone into this book like it's meant to be a piece of like something to keep and something to refer back to and in that way, it's got like a red ribbon to like to find your page and stuff. So I definitely would say if you're going to go for it, like get the physical copy and feel it. Sounds great. So while well, you've been reading really 
inspirational deep things I've just read March Vogue <laughs> um and yeah there was an article called direct message and it was all about um the t-shirt and having messages on our t-shirts through fashion and over decades and what that means and it's just really interesting to think about how something so simple can be so powerful um I'm sure we've all owned a t-shirt that we've bought that has some words on whether it be for something big and a movement that we you know really want to represent and support or if it's just something that um, we identify with um I think both me and Cheryl have t-shirts that say similar things and I think mine says like geek or something yours says dork or something mine says sure. nerd I've got it on um, right now <laughs> nerd <laughs> but this is a bit more about you know actual um like social movements um and I think one important um aspect that it highlights is that a t-shirt is accessible um and I think that makes a huge difference you know um to most people um you can afford a t-shirt and so there's something really powerful about that it kind of breaks through societies and cultures etc um and an example it, it gives is where when last summer brian dead partnered with musician dev hines to create a t-shirt that raised nearly five hundred thousand dollars for the movement for black lives um and yeah it just kind of discussed discusses the power of something so simple um and I just thought it was a thing to think about in our lives like the power of things in our lives that are simple yet really really go deep you know so I used it as a bit of a metaphor really Mm, I really like that idea Mm. of like one it's true about like accessibility so it means like you know in most cases most people can like buy one and take part in a movement if they wanted to but also it's like the sort of dual thing of like you said like yeah I have my nerd t-shirt and I wear it on days where I'm like I'm gonna do real good work so I embrace my mm-hmm. nerd and like for me like is a self-identifying thing but it's just for me yeah versus when you like are buying something that yeah is part of a movement and actually by you wearing it it says something to people around you and it like in some ways mm. it's a community and it's like you putting a message out there to say like in a way like we belong we connect we're connected etc um so it's like interesting how something so simple can be really powerful but what's interesting now is also people that wear like t-shirts that do have writing on that what happens in the online world in a sense like if you're taking photos of yourself if you're filming yourself with these t-shirts on that impact now is much it's much bigger than just when you used to walk down the street yeah yeah definitely oh definitely yeah it has a a wider footprint I suppose doesn't it yeah it's definitely one to think about our clothes do matter (laughs) and before we let you go obviously I am going to be sharing um it's a life prompt (laughs) and this week it is inspired by the motivation manifesto because I really really enjoyed the book and it asked lots of questions in it and I just um that sort of changed one which was if you had total freedom in life, what exactly would you do? And actually in the book, Brendan talks about this as a point of the reason why some people uh, don't even want to achieve freedom is having 
that mm-hmm. much choice and availability is scary and so in order for you to probably start to open the door for you to even want to truly go after freedom you need to start to think about what you would do if that was even like a possibility and if that became true so the question again was if you had total freedom in life what exactly would you do and if you're hearing that and thinking oh my gosh I have no idea please know it is a super super hard question it is one to write on the top of a journal page and hopefully at some point in the future you'll just have these moments like oh yeah that that could be something and you can add to it probably not one that you're mm-hmm. going to write down and start journaling 25 pages straight off the back of it because I think for most people it's it is quite daunting yeah yeah no I completely agree I think that's a really great one thank you so much everyone for tuning in that is everything we have got for you this week as always we will be back next Friday and if there is anything that you would like us to talk about please feel free to get in touch Remember, you can contact us on Instagram at free and figuring it out. And of course, you can drop us an email at free and figuring it out at gmail.com. And we'll be giving you a new episode next Friday. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Free and Figuring It Out. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss the next installment. And if you want to be a superstar, please leave us a review. Or you can get in touch with us. Drop us an email at freeandfiguringitout at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time.